0: Good morning. Welcome into HodgePodge on this Thursday, July 2nd. Sunshine, a gorgeous 76 here in Lakes Country. It is a Thursday, and, uh, well, we are proud to have in the studio with us this morning Mark Jensen, the new superintendent of Detroit Lakes Public Schools. Mark, it's a pleasure to meet you, and thanks for stopping by the KDLM Studios and HodgePodge. Today. Yeah, absolutely. Great to be here. Really ah, appreciate Mark, it. Mark and I were talking off-air about all the things that we have in common, and we'll get to some of that stuff first. Uh, Mark, for folks who are maybe uh, hearing you, and while well, they are hearing you here <laughs> for the first time, a uh, little bit of background about you, your family, and uh, where you guys are from.
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, originally born in Moorhead, uh, went to school in Moorhead, uh, found uh, my wife in ninth grade. We. Are uh, celebrating our 30th anniversary this year well so, congratulations yes um went to Concordia uh, played hockey um, big hockey fan uh, but also I have a, a great passion for the arts and so I ended up being uh, becoming an English teacher and did that for oh gosh 12 years I think it was bounced around a little bit a couple of years in South Dakota, um, worked on a, a Indian reservation there. And then uh, two years in Enderlin, North Dakota, a little railroad town. I was making 15000 I thought I was the king of the castle. And um, <laughs> from there, I, I landed a job. Both my wife and I ended up working in Moorhead where we went to school. So it was great. And then from there, I uh, kind of realized uh, leadership kind of followed me where I went. And so I decided that I was uh, going to go into administration. And um, all along, I've had some really great mentors that have kind of helped me along the way. And so I ended up getting the assistant principal job at Recori High School back in 2006. Um, I went down there, I, my wife and, and we had three boys stayed because it was going to be temporary, it was one of those deals that was just everything's be, temporary, yeah, right? <laughs> it was just going to be a temporary gig. I was upfront with them, um, you know, the superintendent there. I said, "Look, it's only going to. I'm just doing this for experience." And um, the principal ended up leaving after the first year, and they went through the interview process, and I, I declined. I, I just said, "No, I, I want to get back to this area." and uh, they couldn't land on a candidate and so the superintendent said look will you just do this for one more year you can be the principal for one year i said sure absolutely and and it worked out that uh, i i just finished my 13th year i've uh I was the high school principal, and then the middle school principal resigned, and so I became the six twelve principal there, and uh, just a fantastic experience. And And through that, I learned a lot. Um, sometimes you say what not to do, and, and those kinds of things, and so uh, I had a great mentor there who came in. Um, John Tyne, he was from Roseville, he came in from an interim for us as a superintendent, and really pushed hard, like, Mark, you you're ready for this, you need to get moving. And so I, I did. And, uh, yeah, I applied for Detroit Lakes. The only job I applied for was perfect because uh, we had just purchased my parents' lake home out on Sugar Bush a couple of years ago. And, and, and like I said in my interview, I've always, this is where we wanted to end up. You know, and we were just blessed that it happened sooner rather than later. So we're excited.
0: Well, we're glad to have you, Mark. Uh, you mentioned uh, your time at Concordia, kind of a side note here, since we're, we were talking off the air about our passion for hockey. Uh, years and years ago, or in my early part of my broadcast career, I was the uh, hockey play by play voice for the Gusties at Gustavus. Really? And my oldest daughter, Brooklyn, is actually a senior this year at Gustavus. And our favorite road trip. Our favorite road trip was coming up to Concordia to play the covers because we had to take a bus. Yep. And uh, you know we bust up and we'd just stay in a hotel and have some meals and the hockey parents would throw a little gathering for the media guys and yeah. <laughs> uh, the coaching staff, but uh, we had some great rivalries uh, oh, yeah. with the covers and not just in not just in college uh, hockey but in basketball, football, uh, the MIAC certainly a quality program. And now you can relate to this. It's kind of off topic, but since St. Thomas no longer in right. the MIAC right? And uh, they're now looking at some other conferences, uh, so things are a little bit of a shift in power so to speak in the MIC. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, Don Stoner is the SID at Augsburg and uh, we talked with Don a couple of weeks ago or a month or so ago on the Sports Wrap about how the MIC is changing now yep. with St. Thomas taken out. So uh, hats off to the Covers and hey, we thanks. wish the Covers a good uh, good season. <laughs> Mark, uh, when we talk about uh, being a superintendent with a with a school district, there couldn't be a more difficult time <laughs> to come into any school program, whether you're a current administration or right. incoming administration, than what students and schools and faculty and staff have had to go through. Mm-hmm. Since COVID-19, now this is an obvious question. Obviously, neither one of us have ever been through anything like this as far as this kind of a pandemic. When we see uh, the construction going on right now at the school and uh, the summer months are here as we prepare to go back to school in the fall. First off, Mark, as you look at the overall Detroit Lake public school system, your first impressions.
1: Oh, uh, very impressed. You know, you have a community that was willing to, to back a vote for for. 60 million dollars and all all new buildings and renovations I mean that's exciting you know those are not easy and you, when you have a community that's willing to back that and support that that that's immense that's huge to, to walk into also you know for what I see I think one of the things I love about Detroit Lakes is that it just has a really good feel to it um, the community uh, is just friendly. There's, there's great little mom and pop stores all around and and everybody's willing to talk and everybody's very, very proud of, of their schools. And so, you know, to walk into a situation like that is ideal. It's, it's a, it's a great location. It's got great people. It has great academics, great athletics activities. You know, it's just, it's, it's a gem. And so I'm just very, very blessed uh, to be here and excited to get started. Um, You know, and like you said, it's, being being the new superintendent you know you really would like to focus on your construction you'd like to focus on um you know getting a feel for the community and getting a feel for for uh, your staff and stuff and then you're you're dumped with this <laughs> pandemic and it you know and I don't mean to laugh but I don't know what else you do that or cry you know you you just got to you know buckle up and and figure it out and so that's kind of where we're at so day 2 here we go welcome to the job Mark. <laughs> <Sales> up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as we talk about the upcoming school year uh still a lot of uncertainty for students staff and administration as far as how is the upcoming 2021 school year are going to look for students uh my brother uh, is the head of the math department in Eden prairie high school and uh, talking to him about how they're preparing and i'm you know, talking to other administrators in our area about what is the next step with this before we talk about what lies ahead the impact psychologically on students is something I want to talk to base with you, Mark. Up until March 12th, things were rolling along. We are right in the middle of the high school basketball yeah. playoffs. Winter sports were all uh, a wrap. And then all of a sudden, the pandemic hit. Things got shut down. Kids were sent home and they never came back. And now they're out of school, still trying to do summer activities, what is available. And from a mental health standpoint... You know, as adults, we're a little more geared mentally to take uh, things like this pandemic in stride. But for students, and I've got two kids—I got a sophomore and I got a freshman, or a seventh grader—and it's—it's been tough. It's been tough on everybody's kids. As a, as a superintendent, Mark, how do you cope and prepare for what happened and what's going to continue to happen as we move forward with this COVID nineteen pandemic?
1: Sure, I, I, you know, I think when you look at the data, when you look at your survey results, and you when you hear when you talk to the parents. Um, you know, and I'm a parent myself, and so I, I see the effects on these kids and, and what it was like last spring to just kind of completely isolate yourself. You know, and certain age groups, it's even more important for those kids to get out and socialize. And so I think that was probably the biggest thing. And, and I was reading, and, and you know, I, I probably should know exactly where I'm getting my information, but it was an American Pediatric, and I, I want to say Texas, where they're recommending – um, that all kids need to be face-to-face because it is that serious of a mental health, and a, a social issue. Um, and so we recognize it. And so as you begin to plan, you know, you take a look at that. And then as you begin to start looking at how are we going to do this, you know, face-to-face is really our goal. We've we, we got to get these kids back into the building. Yes, we need to make it safe. Yes, we need to make sure that, you know, we're, we're doing the social distancing and so on, which is a whole host of other problems. But again, bottom line is, I think we know we all know that kids in a classroom are much better than kids looking at a laptop or working through a bunch of worksheets. And so that's really the goal. That's what we're going to we're going to try to do
0: now. I know that the the state education department has a couple of options that they're putting out to schools as far as how things may look in the fall when they go back. One option uh, that I've read about, would be bring everybody back and just kind of start school as normal and do the best with inside the facilities of social distance. Uh, some of the other plans that I've seen, uh, maybe having some students come on someday, some days, yeah. some students on others. Uh, I know you can't let the cat out of the bag because there hasn't been a decision, but as DL looks at what they're going to do for the upcoming fall, do you have any insight on where we're going or what it may look like when uh, yeah, students return?
1: Yeah, as it's day two of my uh,
0: <laughs> Again, <laughs> Tenure- well, welcome <laughs> to the program, Mark. <laughs>
1: Uh, actually, yes. Uh, you know, although it is officially my second day, we have been working on some of this stuff. The uh, Department of Ed released uh, a, a nice, simple, hundred-page document that outlined. There's, there's three plans. There's face-to-face. There's the hybrid, and then there's the distance learning. And with each of them, there are criteria that you need to meet. Um, And so what you have to do as a district before July 27th, because that's when the governor is going to make the call as to what we're going to do at the start of school, um, you have to have all three plans in place. And so you need to be ready. Plus, during the course of the school year, you may start face-to-face, you may move to a hybrid, or you may move to a distance learning. And so you need to have all three contingencies planned for and ready to go at a moment's notice. Uh, and so we've got a team. Uh, we've got about 20 on their team right now. We start next week um, after the holiday. And and that's our job. We'll, You know, you've got food service, you've got teachers, principals, uh, paras, nurse, community ed, you know, all this group kind of working out. And then we've got the skeleton of the plan. Then our job then as a group is just to provide the flesh as to what it will look like for each of those plans and face to face. More than likely is not going to be what we're used to, you know, what we think of face to face. You know, we have to uh, we have to look at at being creative and in terms of maybe scheduling, in terms of maybe, you know, how many kids are in in this room, how many kids are in the hallway. And so there's a host of things to look at. Um, The other thing is is transportation. Hybrid is probably the worst plan. Um, I just don't know how districts financially are going to be able to support that. Um, If you have to make two bus runs in a day, you know, you've just doubled your transportation Mm -hmm. costs um if you can't have 50% of your students on the bus obviously you're going to need more buses if you go to an every other day we can't ask parents to say hey can you take Tuesdays and Thursdays off from work and 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 provide daycare so i mean we recognize that we 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 you know we have to really keep that in mind cuz we asked a lot on parents last spring i mean that was a lot to ask for and i think it was it one benefit was was that everybody was home There wasn't um, that partial, uh, you know, the essential workers obviously were out. But for the most part, everybody was home. I don't think that's going to happen this fall. And so we've got to recognize that we just can't send kids home and expect them to be taken care of.
0: I think one thing that all parents recognized after their kids uh, were home from school is that it's not the teacher's fault.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I did hear that a couple times. I think everyone's
0: like, man, wow, if these are how my kids act when they're in class. Uh, I need to take uh, some more discipline. Mark, we're going to take a quick break here on HodgePodge. Stick around, folks. We'll come back and talk more. Mark Jensen, DL superintendent, joins us, and we'll come back with more on HodgePodge after this. Five away from 9 o'clock here on this KDLM Thursday. We are joined in studio here. On Hodgepodge with Mark Jensen, the brand spanking new, two-day-old on the (laughs) job, by the way, Uh, Detroit Lake superintendent. Uh, You know, we talked about all the things that are going on uh, within the school district, and we've talked about, uh, you know, kind of where you want to see things go. But I want to finish up, Mark, just talk a little bit about you personally, Mm -hmm. kind of give our audience a little insight. And uh, the type of things that you do when you're not superintendent, is that an actual word? <laughs> uh, We were talking off air. You and I have a lot of very similar interests. Uh, when you're not uh, trying to uh, keep a school district out of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, <laughs> Mark, what do you like to do? Uh, you
1: know, we we're like we said, we were talking, uh, anything outside. If I can get outside, that that is Kind of my happy place. I, I'm a, a below average maybe gardener. I, I try, <laughs> but not very successful at it. Okay, uh, wait a minute. Yeah,
0: below average <laughs> gardener. So does that mean stuff comes up and you just don't weed or nothing? No, comes stuff up? comes
1: up. I just can't get it to to fruition. I don't know what it is. I, we've tried fertilizer and stuff like that. We, uh, my wife has decided that uh, raising chickens would be a, a fun thing to do, and so we started that this year and. and and actually, you know what? They're they're kind of relaxing to, to sit and watch them run around the yard. And uh, we had our first um, we did some broilers, so the meat ones, and we we did that. And then we have some egg layers. And so my uh, my son, who's a, a vet studying to be a vet, um, and his girlfriend came out and helped us dispatch, I guess, for yeah, lack yeah, of better yeah. words. So that was kind of fun. Uh, other things, you know, I uh, I started tapping maple trees, which has been kind of fun. So spring I'm, I'm busy doing you're that. a syrup I mean, guy aren't yeah, you Yeah, i am you know not
0: mm. a, not a full-fledged we might yeah. have to we might have to have some uh, candy lamb syrup made up by mark and uh, see if we can Yeah, absolutely uh, yeah uh, it's, that'd be good. It's
1: fun we uh you know i say it's fun but then when i'm standing in front of a fire for <laughs> 14 hours it's
0: yep bubble and toil over <laughs> yeah. that uh, big old like, pot do i
1: really want to do that the other things is obviously a hunt um and fish um with uh you know my like i said we we bought my parents lake place up here. Um, but when I was living in St. Cloud area, it was really hard to get up. You know, you were talking about that, how Mm -hmm. you had to go South for, for your hunting and stuff. And so, you know, you get up for that deer hunting weekend and you're, you're you know, rush, 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 rush. And then, Oh my gosh, I got to go, 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 you know, get back, get back. (laughs) And so I'm actually really excited for, uh, I'd like to get back into some bull hunting and, 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 um, some fall stuff. So I've got some time on weekends to be able to do that. And then finally, uh, you know, like I said, I'm an English teacher. So there is this other side of me that I, I really have a passion for theater. I have a passion for music and and uh, I'm excited. It's got like, a you know, the Holmes Theater here. I was, I was just looking at it yesterday, actually. My wife went in to kind of see membership and stuff. And there's some really neat things that, that happen in Detroit Lakes. Absolutely. You know? And so we're excited about that.
0: Mark, uh, before we let you go here this morning, uh, not so much a mission statement, but just a quick recap on kind of what your vision uh, holds for the DL school district and where you want to see things going moving forward.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I've always said this in, in all my jobs, both as a, as an English teacher, as a principal, and now as a superintendent. And I don't know if it's that, that athletic side of me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm very competitive. And, uh, you know to to be a part of a team to make that team the best in the area, if not the best in the state, that's my vision. you know I, I see there's so much potential here um, of really, and not that there isn't really good things happening already. there are. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously to put a little spin of Mark Jensen into it and and push it a little further and push it a little higher. And I think you know with our academy model at the high school, I mean we've got some really, premier things that we can put a put a stamp on and say look this is this is who we are and and I think do uh, a nice job of attracting some people into the area. And so yeah, I mean to be the best I guess, you know, if, you, if you're going to put the bar there there's where it's at.
0: Well Mark, we uh we are excited to have you uh, in charge here at the Detroit Lakes Public Schools. Uh, thanks for joining me today on Hodgepodge. I'm sure Mark uh, will be talking with you monthly as we yeah. <laughs> throughout the summer as we gear up uh, for the yeah. start of the school season. Uh, have a great 4th of July. Be safe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me here.